Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Bam. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Okay, everybody. You've heard from her once before, and now you're hearing from her on my podcast. Jenna Cooper is talking publicly. (laughs) (laughs) This is exciting. Wow. I mean, I don't even know where to begin, but Ari's season of The Bachelor, which feels completely irrelevant, to be honest. We'll probably not even talk about it. I know. But obviously, Bachelor in Paradise was engaged to Jordan, and then shit hit the fan, I guess is what you could say yeah and then you just for the first time came out and spoke to reality steve i mean i remember reaching out to you right after all of that happened and i just was like i need to talk to you i just need to be a support for you because holy crap i think it was just like there were so many people coming to me from different angles basically all saying the same thing like don't say anything I mean you can only get so many threats a day that I was just like you know maybe it's not worth it because what would come out of it to me felt like just more like oh she's lying like it didn't matter what I said anyways so I was just like I gotta figure this out first I mean I, I I feel guilty I, obviously, I never believe anything like at face value, but of course, like I thought it was legit. I think everyone yeah. thought it was legit, you know. And the thing is, yeah, and I, I do want people to know that, like, that doesn't make me mad. Like, I, it, it really doesn't because it makes sense. And it's and now being on this side of, you know, reality TV, I, I don't really believe things either, right? Probably ever, unless I've actually talked to the person. But I totally see why they would have believed it, and especially when I was so quiet. And then I had people like attempting to help me like lawyers write up um statements and it was just oh it was just all bad and so I totally get why people believed it and that my response was weird because it was weird well I don't even know how you could be ready or prepared (laughs) for anything like that but I I feel like I don't even need to describe what happened but in case anyone doesn't know Jenna got engaged to Jordan what that that was 2018 18 Everyone is so happy. And then very quickly after we saw the engagement live on the on TV, um, or not live, but played back, Steve, Reality Steve comes out with this story about you have, well, basically text messages, mm-hmm. apparently from you to a sugar daddy. I mean, absolutely wild. And things went bonkers and Jordan pieced out, which the craziest thing is I had no idea the week I had Jordan on my podcast. I had no clue that you and Steve had talked at all. Well, really nobody did. And and, I mean, it was, I was kind of scared, you know, to reach out and say anything anyways, but I think we were just putting all of our information together and just being kind of quiet about it, like making sure, because I was like, there's no way he's going to believe me unless I show him everything. everything. Yeah. And, you know, I, I will say that I, I have received so many different screenshots and messages and emails and pictures that people have no idea about. That's been very helpful, actually. But, it, you know, it's just been over time. Well, I want to I want to get into everything. But I do like I do like to start the show talking about who you were before we knew you as yeah. Jenna Cooper. So y- you live in Raleigh. You're very passionate about Raleigh. Yeah, I love it. Did you always live there? I didn't actually. So I was born and raised in Indiana. Okay. And <laughs> I have nothing, I'm not going to say anything bad about Indiana, but it's not overly entertaining. So I think moving away on my own, finding this new city where there's so much to do is what drove the passion. So I could have probably moved anywhere and loved it so much because it was so different. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so from Indiana and then shortly after I moved to North Carolina is actually when I went on to the bachelor. How did you get cast? Um, like, I don't even know, like, what kind of detail to go into, but (laughs) I'll just say, like, basically, a bunch of crazy stuff happened with my old job, 
and I met this woman. She was awesome. She's like a mentor to me. Okay. She's amazing. So she invited me to this 4th of July party in the mountains at her house. And like basically that weekend, everybody's like, why don't you just go for it? And I'm like, you know, why, why don't I? Because I do want to find love. And I was like, I also want to meet like other women and make friends and just do something kind of crazy. So I called my sister and asked her to go to Atlanta with me. I'd never been because I had a casting call and it was like one of the last casting calls they had. And we walk in and I'm wearing this like bright (laughs) romper (laughs) and it, it, it busted like on my chest. So it was like wide open. And so I had to like pull this earring out to hold it closed. (laughs) And I remember um, this, the Atlanta news putting the camera in my face, right. As I'm seeing all these like models lined along the walls. And I just like turned to them all of a sudden my shirt like busts open. And I'm just like, I don't want to be here. And I, and I was like sweating and freaking out and they gave me this paper to fill out. And my hands were so shaky that I couldn't hold the pen. Right. So I, (laughs) so I flipped the pen and this woman hands it to me and she's like, you okay? And I'm like, not, not really, actually. Yeah, I'm not. And so she, I think, thought it was funny, right? So she takes me back in this room um, and starts interview- interviewing me on camera. And it turned out she was like the casting director. And the she big was, like, honcho, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, that worked out. Um, we were just laughing, you know, and, I, and now looking back, I'm like, well, she probably was like, we got the weirdo. I mean, you definitely on Ari season, we, we met you as like the goofy kind of one liner, interesting, quirky girl, which I loved. And we still saw it in Paradise, too. But I have to wonder, like, was Ari someone you were interested in or someone historically would be your type? You know, I I didn't even consider, obviously, him at all. I didn't know that they were considering him. Yeah, no him. one, really. Yeah. Um, and then when I heard about it, I was just like, I do remember him because that was back when I was, like, really, really watching The Bachelor and, like, into it. And I just remember thinking, like, he was so sweet and so into Emily. And I was like, okay. I, I didn't know. I, I didn't really have, like, a thing for him. But I was just like, you know what? I'm very, very open. I'll meet him, see how it goes. He seemed much more laid back than me, but... I thought, well, you know, could be a great thing to have an opposite personality. So you went home, I think uh, you traveled to Paris, right? And then went home. Yeah. Like, did you have a big connection with him? Yeah. And that's the thing. No, but we were definitely, we just got along. We were much more friendly. Um, I think I was probably like comic relief. And the, the thing that I really appreciate about him was he was very calming because, you know, I have a very anxious personality and I was nervous to like open myself up and to make all these new friends and to even be on TV, honestly, because I would like hide in the bathroom and they were like, if you want to be on TV, you got to show up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so he was awesome in that aspect. And I definitely would say we had much more of a, like a friendly connection and that was totally understandable. And um, I mean, I'm glad that I got to know him and the girls. And got, I mean, got that far along. It was, it was just a really cool experience. I mean, I'd never even traveled before. It was, it was so much for me. And it was very, I felt like I grew a lot as a person. And it seems like, I mean, now, and then the people who were stayed by your side when all that stuff happened were people that you met from Ari's season. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's very much what it was. Um, and, And I feel like, you know, it's partly because they really got to know like who I was, not met me on the show where we saw each other only very briefly. I mean, I spent a lot of time with those girls, like a lot. You spend basically 24 seven with them. (laughs) So you, you get to know each other very quickly for sure. Yeah. Then I'm sure producers call you to do paradise and they kind of ask you like, who were you interested in? Mm -hmm. Who, who were you into? Um, I didn't say I had like a big opinion at the time, but I just thought like Joe was so sweet. You know, I think he got everybody with that smile. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like there was one other person I don't think ended up. Oh, um, Alex. Bordy. Oh, <laughs> like, yes. The, the Russian beauty yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. People love yeah, it. Was him. Like, <laughs> like funny. Like maybe, maybe he'll show up. And I do remember mentioning Jordan thinking he was funny. Mm-hmm. And like my whole opinion on the Jordan situation was I was just intrigued. I was like, no, you know, nobody could be that big of a jerk for real. I was like, I'm going to get, I'm going to get to the the heart of this like maybe he can be sweet so yeah that was about it he was on in Mexico before you right you were later Mm -hmm, yeah Yeah. 
So you, right, because you walked down and his heart like stopped, I, I think, when he saw you. We don't see everything. So do you have an interaction where you first connected that you were like, oh, okay, I, I could like this person? I think like when we first spoke, I liked that he seemed, I mean, very interested, you know, in he actually listened. I haven't met a lot of guys who look me in the eye and listen. <laughs> Can you believe? So, yeah. <laughs> step one. Yeah. Um, and he just seemed like excited and we kind of had similar passions and I don't know. I just felt like if nothing else, we could get along, we could talk, you know, it could, he could be comfortable. Um, so, because I, I appreciate people being themselves, whether they're super quiet or they're loud and obnoxious. And I just felt like, well, he was himself. I was myself. So maybe something good could come from it. That was kind of my initial thought. Did you, I mean, obviously, uh, Benoit joins and you, I don't want to say sidetracked yourself with Benoit, but you, you showed interest in him as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, why, why was that? Well, the thing is, so these questions are hard and it's because I really don't want to ruin things for anybody. Like, you know, the show, because it was portrayed a certain way mm -hmm. and I'm not like trying to make ABC mad by telling all the secrets, but if you watch it very closely, um, <laughs> okay so what happened was remember jordan blew up on the girls right yeah f you yeah whatever it was it wasn't very nice yes and it freaked me out it took me back to some some things that i had experienced in my life before and i was like i'm not dealing with that and and i told him and i was just like oh i'm i'm done you essentially like broke it off with him i, I did and and that doesn't mean like oh i can't stand him i'll never talk to him again but i was like I, I am trying to find somebody that I see a future with. I don't, I don't want a future with that. With that behavior. Yeah. Yes. So then Benoit comes in and I was like, okay, I'll go on a date with him. I feel completely free and open to do that because I told him I was done. Well, when you watch the show, it kind of flip flops back and forth, but look at like the bathing suit that I'm wearing. It's like a different day. Do you know what I mean? I, yes, was, like, always. I was like, come on, that is not what's happening. I'm not going back and forth. And then Benoit and I had a very serious conversation. He is so sweet, but we, we decided, well, I decided that some of the things that he wanted didn't line up with some of the things that I wanted. So I knew it wouldn't work out. And I told him that. So it looks like it was this big decision, but you were not confused. Okay. I was not. Um, and then Jordan and I had another conversation and I basically decided to give him another chance. So that's kind of what happened. It wasn't really all like back and forth, but I did have to make a decision. I mean, about either of them. It just wasn't like at the same time. Did it come at the time where he like wrote your name in the sand or something like that? And you, that's when it would happen. That's when I, uh, that's when I consider giving him another chance. <laughs> Everybody can get mad and, and, and make mistakes. I just thought, you know, for him to so quickly do that, it, it's his temper like this all the time because there's no way I could deal with that. But from then on, you know, he was so sweet after that. So I was like, well, maybe it was a one-time thing. At what point did you talk to Jordan about potentially getting engaged? Did you say that's what I want to do? That's the thing is like, we, we talked a lot about trying to see if a future could work. Mm -hmm. And it always came down to, well, let's not get engaged. It's, it's not, it, I mean, it doesn't make sense. Right. And you don't only known each other for, you know, X amount of time. It's just hard. Right. And I mean, I can, I can do crazy spontaneous things. So yeah. kind of both decided it, it wasn't, we weren't going to do that. And so my understanding was that he was not going to mm. propose that I, I had, I was very, very surprised. I mean, I could now when I walked up to him and I could see his face and I could tell how nervous he was. I was like, like oh, 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 here we go. Coming. And yeah, you know, he, cause he had made such a big deal about, oh, I only ever want to propose once. And I'm like, then why are you doing it now? <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. So that, so, but yeah, it seemed like we were both kind of on the same page, but then I had a lot of the producers asking me what I would say. And I'm like, you know, if, if he really, really wants to do this, I'm willing to try um, yeah, so that's, that's kind of how I left it. And it was pretty unexpected, but did you think at the time, like in that moment, I never obviously got to like an engagement moment, but I imagine you get really caught up in like the emotions. Like, did you think at that moment, 
this commitment, we can do it. You know, yes. And I'll tell you why. It's because I know this about myself. This is my personality. If I want to be with somebody, if I want it to work, I mean, I will stay until you literally like push me out the door and lock it. I will, I will just make it work. And so, yes, I I was like, well, if we do, it will be fine. Um, And, you know, leading up to it, he, you know, you do these interviews, right? Where they get to know you very well. They know what you need to hear in order to reassure you. And I, I'm hearing those exact things from him. I'm like, is somebody telling him what to say to me? And then the producers are also telling me how in love with me he is. And you know, it's, it's all of this is going into my head. I'm already like brain mush anyways, just out in the sun, like tired and dehydrated and hot. And yeah, right. So I'm just like, okay, yeah, maybe he does love me, you know, maybe, maybe we could make it, it work. It would be so crazy, but I guess maybe crazier things have happened and then crazier things did happen. Oh my, I mean, talk <laughs> about the craziest shit in history happen. Well, okay. So, so surprising to you, regardless, you, you do get engaged. Everyone, mm-hmm. I mean, at that point, and I, I told Jordan this, it seemed like you were a very strong couple. I mean, everyone yeah. was team Jenna and Jordan and, and you guys looked great together. Coming off the show, how did the relationship kind of transform into the real world? It's it's really, really hard to have. I mean, people know this, a long distance relationship anyways, right? It's yeah. hard in general. Well, then with our, you know, we can't really tell people we can't be seen together. Also, he got very busy, caught up, you know, doing, doing the Jordan scene. So it was like, there wasn't a lot of time. I don't think for he left for me or for our relationship. And and I would say there was like ups and downs. Um, it's just, it's just hard to have a conversation through text. We didn't even talk on the phone that much. And, um, sometimes we would get along really well. Like I was like, okay, we, we click and talk about things that were, good and important and made me feel like, okay, this could work. And then sometimes I just wouldn't like hear from him. And I don't know there, I guess there was, I didn't feel a lot of support. So we really only saw each other during the couple weekends. How many were they? Two, two, two. Mm-hmm. Did they ever feel awkward? Like, did you ever kind of I feel like I would struggle to like converse with someone I don't really know that well. In, yeah, I'm a trying happy... to think of the word because I don't, I don't necessarily think it was awkward. Like, okay, like when we when he first came, when we first met up at the house, like he didn't even hug me, and I was just like, "Hi," you know, and and maybe I think he was mad about something I can't remember, but I was just like, "Okay, well that started off weird," but you know, he was he was nice and he cooked for me, and I was like, "Okay," because to me being friends in a relationship is very important too. And I felt like we could kind of, kind of, we kind of had that part down and I was like, well, maybe the rest will come later. Or he's just nervous and maybe like, yeah, 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 yeah. And who knows? Because it's always, your perspective is always different than somebody else's. And, and, and it's not like he was, you know, professing his love to me all the time. So I didn't know exactly where he stood and we kind of, decided just kind of sit back and not put a lot of pressure, not really work on our relationship. And it was after that, we just decided, okay, no pressure. And it kind of felt like, okay, like, see ya. And then after the second, and then we didn't see each other and we talked here and there. And then after the second happy couple weekend, (laughs) so weird. (laughs) uh, Yeah. Then he was very nice to me, like extremely nice. And I was like, confused because I was like okay well this is new but I kind of like it so then I was like maybe it maybe it can work maybe he had to go through the after show attention the appearances kind of things yes exactly (laughs) and again I understand that It, it doesn't make me mad I'm like okay you do your thing um and so it's like we got along very well and I did actually start planning an engagement party I was like okay we're gonna make this work then okay and I mean, the time went by pretty fast. And then, you know, the, the finale show or whatever. The After the whatever, when you guys looked also yeah. at that point, like a strong couple. I remember filming it and it, it was it was fine. I mean, 
they were, I mean, they, they wanted us to like get married and <laughs> no, no, but, no, thank you. <laughs> but I was like, okay, maybe we can make it work. And yeah, I mean, he seemed really, really, I guess, into me at that time. So that's why I was just like, I guess, I guess I was set like, okay, we can make this work. And then when all the fake information came out, it was like, boom, click done. He was like out. Okay. So, so let's talk about the, the info coming out. Right. So from what I understand, and I want to hear from you too, like you found out that maybe something was coming out and you were calling him saying, we need to talk. Yeah. Am I right about that? So I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember, because i tell you, I've spent a lot of time trying to forget all of this. I hate like bringing it up, honestly. So what I remember is him actually asking me about Steve exposing somebody and me saying, I don't really care. This, isn't that what he does? Like he does it all the time. So whatever. <laughs> Good luck to that uh-huh, soul. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I started getting Twitter messages, Instagram DMs. I think there was some on Facebook. They were very like specific. They were saying, this is going to be about you. It's texts that you wrote. They're about how you cheated. And I mean, it was like, right. It was exactly what he said. And um, obviously I didn't know what he was going to release, but I, I, I called Jordan. And I was like, okay, now I'm nervous. I'm getting all these messages saying it's going to be about me. And I was like, I didn't do anything. And in fact, this is funny. I decided, I said, Jordan, I'm going to tell you everything I've ever said about you. Just, just because I didn't know it's going to come out. I, I was like, I said, you were a diva. I said, sometimes you weren't very nice. And, he, and I told him and I, because I was like, I want to have it all out there. I just thought, well, maybe they would have quoted me saying something, maybe when I was mad at him or something, which would have been understandable. And I thought that was the worst it was going to be. So I just tell him all these things I've ever said. Um, yeah. And then, and, but basically he reassured me, like, it's going to be fine. I'm going to be on your side no matter what. And that's like really hard for me because like I, I found out that he did know ahead of time. Also one of his friends knew and they had seen the text. So that is what, that's what re- is hard for me to like grasp because I'm like, so you knew, but you, you got surprised and that's still hard. I still don't, I, I don't really know what to do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he told me it would be fine. And it obviously was very much not fine. And when it came out, he just said, I'll, I'll try to be there for you. But like publicly, absolutely not. Because, you know, it would ruin me. So that's probably frustrating. And then you're like, well, I have a ring on my finger. Like, I know, I know. I have to be understanding to a certain point that he's concerned with his image. I mean, anybody who's on like TV or, well, yes and no, yes and no. And so I was like, okay, well, if you are going to support me privately, help me figure this out, it's better than nothing. And I really wanted to meet up and talk in person. He didn't want to do that. I wanted to um, post like a video telling everybody exactly like my side, like this is what happened. I have no idea where those texts came from or where the story came from. Definitely never had a sugar daddy. I've been asked. I want a sugar daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what everybody says. They're like, it's not, that's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. (laughs) You want to have it? I do not care. It's just that I've spent my life taking care of myself, so no man ever has to take care of me. And for them to say that, I was like, no, that is the worst thing. But I think what made it worse was all of the interviews that he did saying, yeah, yeah, I know. I know in my heart she did it. And I was like, that is what got me. So I'm like, no, you don't. And also, I do not know where that Maybe I was drunk. Maybe I was drunk when I had an entire other relationship with all these men and texted these this maniacal plan because you know how text messages are, right? Yes. They're like they're messed up. They're little bits at a time. And I mean, these were like paragraphs of like I don't text like that. Yeah, nobody. Does. Besides Jordan telling you like privately, you know, publicly, whatever. Did he ever like officially break up with you? So. Over Instagram, he, yeah, well, that's I guess. Because I, I thought it was over social media, but he never, he never like called you or t- you talked and you said, yeah, the engagement is off. No, it was just like, I saw it on Instagram and I was like, oh, well, that's sweet. Yeah. Like less than 48 hours after this all came out. It was just like one bad thing after another. And I, I was, I was by myself in New York 
Um, and then I ended up flying back to North Carolina. Like I had no idea what to do. And that's why I talked to attorneys because I was actually scared. I felt like, well, how am I going to protect myself? And everybody just kept saying, don't talk like ABC. Every, it was like, nobody believed me. I remember if I remember correctly, Jordan did Steve's podcast like pretty soon after I know he did other ones like right afterwards. Did you want to talk like did you ask permission to talk and you just weren't given permission? It, you know, I should have been more like forward about it. It was more it. I don't know why like. I just listen to people when they tell me things, especially like producers and attorneys. And I, I just listen. And they all said, do not say a word. We'll help you craft these little statements. Do not speak. They, they were like, trust me, it's better for you. Don't say anything. And I mean, so I just, I, I just didn't. And then I got his email saying there's going to be all these consequences if you do. And I, I was confused on how he's allowed to do all these interviews, but I was just kind of scared. I, of course, like my, I didn't have a sugar daddy to pay the bills if I get in trouble and get fined $25,000 each time I speak. Well, it's not like uh, Jordan had permission to talk to reality, Steve, that would never happen. But I so how did it? That's what I want to know. I think he just was fearless and said, fuck it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Must be. I highly doubt ABC said, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Right. Karina Alexander said, do you think Jordan was trying to get out of the relationship? Mm, that there is a possibility because I do feel like throughout our relationship, there were times where he didn't want to be in it. But then, you know, he would flip and I, and I felt like he did. So I think it was, I was never sure when it first happened. I, I thought it was, I don't even know, somebody like crazy that hated me or something. And um, until he did the interviews, when he, once he started doing the interviews saying, yeah, I know it was her. That's when I thought, okay, well, that's what he wants. He wants it to just be him. He wants to go do his, his tour and get his glory and, and pity and, and the thing is, as I'm not saying he wasn't a victim of what, of everything well, that happened. Both of you were in some yeah. way. But I do feel like that was quick and easy and convenient for him. It was, it was almost like if I picture it, it's like, oh, thank goodness. She did something wrong. I'm going to capital. I'm going to, mm -hmm. this is that the moment. That makes sense. Yeah. It I was could, just I could very fast. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking like, yeah, wouldn't you try to like, I don't know, say I talked to Jenna. She said it's not true. And that's what we're going to do. I know. And the thing is, it's like, that is exactly what happened. Like we talked. I said, I never did that. I'll show you everything of mine that you want to look at. Let me come up with you in person. No, didn't want to hear it. Didn't want to see it. And then just went and told everybody it was true. And I was like, and, and not even just that, but like lied about what I said to make me look even worse. And that was that, that just hurt, I guess, more than anything. I was like, that sucks. Did you listen to the various appearances that he was on? Some of them, yes. I still don't even know what all he did. Um, I obviously, it was really hard for me to get through the reality Steve when I don't, I was not in the my, right mindset. I listened to it. I remember it. Um, yeah. But I did listen to some of that. And then I saw some of the interviews and it just, it like stung every time. I was like, but that's not true. I don't know how you, I mean, granted, you posted a couple like social media things, but you never said anything about Jordan. You never said anything about, I don't know how you did that. I know. And there, I mean, there's things that, that I've still never said that would, you <laughs> would not want people to know that, sure. that, that I found out that make it, I mean, if they knew, so, I mean, they would, they would be like, they would honestly think it was his whole plan if, if they found out and I'm not saying it, I'm not saying it is, but there are things. And, and the thing is, and, and I, I know people like want to know what I would say to him. And, and some of them are like, don't you care that I'm pretty sure somebody was in your phone. It's, it's like, it's, it's two things. Either you made up the text or somebody got a hold of your information and made up the text from our conversations. But like more than that, I was sent things, screenshots, pictures, texts. Um, like in February, somebody sent me something about the girl that he's dating now that he's been dating her, you know, this whole time. And, and I'm like, don't you care that like somebody is sending out this information? And I mean, I've never did anything with it. Why would I? I, I don't need to hurt him to feel better. Like he, I just, I just feel bad for him, but this is, this, there's a lot going on here. Let me try to 
keep us on, on track as far as like, so Jordan leaves you via social media. Mm-hmm. The world is likely falling apart. You know, everyone is totally destroying you on social. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like from the beginning you were trying to like gather evidence and, and yada yeah. yada. Like what were you doing during that time? Just like printing out everything you were finding? <laughs> it, like- really wasn't, <laughs> it really wasn't me. It was, it was mainly my mom. I, I was, okay, right after, yeah, it was conversations all the time. Who did this? Why did this? Put this together. Um, and the, the, the way that my mom even found out is because these accounts so many of them that actually initially came to me that knew the whole story, you know, before it came out, um, started connecting to like other ones. And then it was like, I I know I can't, I can't really describe it. There is so much information, but yes, my mom printed it all out and and nobody, I don't think anybody knows this. I had this file in my car. I mean, no, just if this is crazy it's probably like a 30 pound file ridiculous okay somebody broke in my car I, I am not making this up somebody broke in my car they took two of my bags that was one of them they took the bag of the files they left my card there was cash in the front of my car they literally took the file oh shit wait okay we have a conspiracy here i have a police report and everything so by the way everybody before I'm not going to go into as much detail as Jenna did with Steve a few weeks ago. So if you want to listen to like the process and all of that, I highly recommend that you go and listen to Steve's podcast. So there, so there's that, but the gist of it was that you were discovering via all of these files Mm -hmm. and, and all this stuff that, that this was a person who like might have been obsessed with Jordan, might have been obsessed with with you. I don't really know. Yeah, one of them was obsessed with Jordan to the point where she thought she was engaged to him. It's very, it's totally. very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And then another person who I don't really exactly know her motive, hmm. but it's it, I mean, it was very clear some of the things that she did. And um Steve thinks she was maybe just piling on to the story. Okay. Um, but she had named like this sugar daddy and sent all these emails. And she made up these more fake texts and they were really like poorly made. So it was, it was, I mean, it's funny to look at now, but, and, and that's why I was like, Steve, really? You believe that? I was like, look, he's like, <laughs> this guy saying, yeah, she did it, but I can't talk to you because my phone's in my locker at work. And then I look up the phone number and it goes right back to her. <laughs> you need to work for the FBI. I know. Well, Your my mom. mom needs to leave it. <laughs> and then, <I> just, <laughs> then I'll report it. <laughs> yes. But seriously. And that's the, that's the thing that bothers me is you can pretty much do or say anything behind these accounts. But we're finding out how to find out who's behind them, how to connect them. And because, you know, once you get a police report, you can get subpoenas and you can actually find out who is behind some of these. And the things that I discovered, I'm like, ooh, and that's part of why I don't really want to name her because I'm like, oh, well, honestly, you guys probably would know it. No, this is this is why, because she's very obsessed with the whole bachelor nation so i guarantee she's messaged everybody saying terrible things and trying to make things up i i mean i she's actually posted screenshots of of things that she said to some of the male contestants that she also thought she was in relationships such as clay bean um michael oh my god i okay wait 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 so you (laughs) you you come out and you say like i have this forensic evidence which you had but at the time i remember Everyone thought like, ha ha, forensic evidence. Did that frustrate you that people were like laughing at that? It, it did frustrate me because, um, okay, I, I didn't explain it well enough. I was told just put like a sentence, post this, they'll be fine. It's, it's professional. Yeah. Um, I wanted them to understand that like any report like that does have a disclaimer at the bottom, any report like that. The other thing is my lawyers didn't pay for that. 
I did. It was a, a different company. Also, I had another company do it just to like double check. And and I, I guess I just wish they would understand that it's, it is a real thing. And that's what it's called. Like it sounds stupid, a forensic analysis of like your phone, but and love your iCloud account, but it's a very real thing. And that's, and, and I'm very happy I did it because that's how I found out that the texts were made up from our conversation. So it was frustrating, but at that point, I don't, I think I just gave up on thinking anybody would ever believe me, but I was just like, for the people who have supported me that know me and love me, like, I, I want to show you this. This is what I've proved. Like the text never came from me and the story was made up. And, and I guess I started to feel a little bit better after posting that, even though people were laughing. It's, I mean, cancel culture is so ridiculous. People are just like looking for moments to cancel people. It drives me freaking nuts. But so, so in the meantime, you're gathering all this stuff. Mm-hmm. At what point, I mean, it had been like a year, you were silent for a year and a half almost. I mean, wh- at what point did you reach out to Steve? Did you always want to reach out to Steve only and say like, yo, here's what I have? Not necessarily. I went back and forth. Like, Should I am, I ever, I, I thought, am I ever going to say anything? If I do, and, and this is the, and this is what I told Steve when we first spoke. I said, if I come out with this, I am going to have to make a very detailed like blog post and video. I'm going to have to show all my receipts because otherwise nobody will believe me. No one me. will believe you. Yeah. Like I will have to put out everything. And I, and I, and I was willing to do that. I, I didn't know if it was a good choice, but I was willing to do that. And, um, I'd actually asked Jacqueline to reach out to him to see if he would even consider talking oh, he to told, me. He told me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's how we got in contact. And basically after talking, he was like, well, you know, I started it. Let, let me finish it. This, this is the smartest thing you can do. And I was like, you know, let's just do it. It's, it's better than nothing. And I was still a little bit nervous, um, but I really didn't expect him to even, you know, to do all that he did. Well, that was what I was asking. Like he removed everything. He publicly said, like, I did not vet this properly. Did you expect him to do that? No, not necessarily. And I guess the more that we talked, the more I was like, okay, it felt really good that he did know the truth and he seemed to believe me. And I, and I thought, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to do the podcast. I'll let him kind of explain the situation in his side in his own words. And I can do it in mine. And it, it did turn out better than I thought it would. And I mean, whether or not tons and tons of people, because I'm telling you when, when it first came out, cause you know how you can see like your insights on Instagram. Yeah. I had like 21 million people on my page, like everyone creeping. all over it. And that was just one week that I checked and I was like, oh. and, and, and I mean, there was like celebrities, like actual ones like commenting about it. And I was just like, this is the worst thing ever. And then, I, and then when I would try to get like a job or you type in my name and it was just like Jenna Cooper, sugar daddy, cheater, scandal. And I was like, I'm never going to live this down. It's, it's the worst feeling, honestly, like thinking of people Googling you, you have, <laughs> I know it really is. Like I'm applying for graduate school and I'm literally like, are they going to Google me? Like, Oh yeah. Like, yeah. I, I get it. I had to just let it go that some people will always have negative opinions about me. I felt like since I was younger, I've been sometimes people's like tabletop. For some reason, people don't want to like me. And I I don't know what I do to offend them. Like I, I can be like a little bit annoying. Maybe it's my face. Maybe it's my eyebrows. I don't know. But I'm like, I don't feel like I've really done anything terrible to anybody. No, I get that feeling so much. You're like, did I have I done everything right in my life? Eh, no, but like, yeah. am I a shit person? No, <laughs> no. I, know. I, I mean, is it maybe my my resting bitch face? The fact that I'm an, don't really want to hang out with anyone is that why you hate me? I completely understand where you're coming from, and it, it would be even harder to even now to to really grasp. I still struggle with the fact that like, yeah, people still aren't gonna like me. All of this can come out, and they're still not gonna like me. Yep, I know. And I think you just have to like accept that. And, and it, it'd be like that anyways, whether or not you're on TV. It's just, yes, there's probably a larger majority of people who who have opinions. And you just I think you just have to just focus on like the people in your life now, the relationship that you have, the people that know you, because honestly, you know, that's all that matters. If you hurt somebody, if you lie to somebody, you break somebody's heart. I mean, that's on you and you should feel bad about hurting someone but if you didn't do anything and somebody still hates you it's like there's nothing you can do so just yeah 
so I just, I try to be the best person that I can. And I, I, I'm like, I do tell the truth. That's, that's what I mean. Like I said, when I told Jordan all the things I said about him, I'm like, let's just put it I all I think you're this, that, and the other. And, the other. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's what I said. Look at my phone, look through my emails. Like, yeah, that's embarrassing. It's not like I was like happy, jolly. Like, please look at how I've talked to everybody in my life. But I was like, it has to happen. This is who I am. Take a deep look. So do you trust Steve? I mean, at this point, I don't really have a reason not to, because I feel like, I feel like after our conversations, I kind of, I know him better. I know his background better. I know why he perceives things certain ways. And I don't know him like super well, but from what I know, I'm like, okay, I see why he grabbed onto that and, and kind of ran with it. And I don't think he has any bad ulterior motives now. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess I would say, and this is what I do with everybody. I I do trust you until like something happens Mm-hmm. later because you know the, what happened before we didn't know each other we had never even spoken and it, it is pretty wild that he didn't call you or anything I, I really wish he would have because I feel like even if he even if he still put the story out I don't think he would have came back and said like all the bleach seeped into her brain like look she's still going blah blah, blah. I, I stand by everything I said I think he would have considered everything a little bit more plus there's so much that I could have told him you know well here's what's here's what's hard like I I really respect Steve I've grown to really like him but I would tell him to his face like you should probably vet more you know like as a journalist myself you know, it is fun to have like a salacious story, but yeah, like absolutely. if even when I, in my journalism days before the show, I would call people if, even if the story was bad about them, you call them and you get a comment from them. Like, that's just what you do. Even, yeah. Even if it still comes out and it's like, this is what I was given. And I also don't think like, oh, it's all his fault either, because I'm telling you, Jordan buried me. Like, that's the reason I couldn't I couldn't come back from it so yeah yeah but it best thing for me to do is just forgive move on through the podcast it seems like a lot of people have not not that they had to like forgive you but like they've opened their hearts to you mm-hmm. when you go back to like first reaching out to Steve do you think what happened was the ideal scenario for you? Like what, what were you wanting to come from your conversation with him? I mean, yeah, I would, I would say it was ideal because I went into it with absolutely no expectation at all. In fact, I have to say I went into it even expecting something maybe potentially negative to come from it because I thought if I, if I speak about this, if he doesn't believe me and wants to just put out a story like, ha ha, check this out, or just maybe it didn't come across, like maybe he was just like, well, you know, maybe something got twisted here or there, but still it kind of, it was kind of shady, you know? So I guess, yeah, everything you said, I thought I was like, well, that's, I mean, it was great for him to say I made a mistake and apologize and take it down. That was definitely ideal. And, and people were like, so sweet for them to like message me and say, yeah, I believed it. And I'm so sorry. And I hope you're doing okay. That takes a big person. A lot of people had to say like, I screwed up. I believe it without really, I mean, I haven't even got, I haven't even been able to like respond to all of them. I really try, but it's like, okay, I want people to know this, like anybody, whether they know me or not. I now have developed, um, a bit of like PTSD when it comes to DMs, texts, emails. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm not a fantastic responder. I get nervous opening them. And so that's why sometimes it'll be a while in between, so I still have to get over that. And I mean, it's, things have been so positive, but I, I do have that problem. I literally have, I'm going to show you. <laughs> yeah. How many are you at right now? <laughs> and I think this is sick. Look at my text. See if you can see. Oh my word. I thought <laughs> mine was bad. I have 128. Oh my gosh. You're <laughs> the fact that you've ever responded to me now blows my mind. <laughs> And they just sit there. They sit there. And I feel so bad because I'm like, for the most part, most people I want to talk to, but even my, my very, very good friends know they, they will follow. I mean, it's overwhelming. You're since, since the podcast came out, it's been a few weeks now. Like how has life changed for you? Has it? 
It has. Yeah. I feel like just, oh, oh my gosh, I think Pearl's coming in here. I hear Pearl, her. I hear her too. <laughs> Pearl, what up? Oh my God. <laughs> She's doing, um, <laughs> I feel like I could just hold my head up a little bit higher. Even if, even if nobody either knew about it initially or now they know the truth, I just feel better. And it, it doesn't matter. I'm not looking over my shoulder as much. I mean, I'm still paranoid, granted. But I mean, there was, I remember shortly after it came out, there'd be a time where I'd be like out and I would be like, Are you recording me? And I would like take this guy's phone and like delete it. Is that to me? I, don't, I was like, I can't, I can't have this, like, watch this go into, like, I, and then I just basically, I just shut myself, like, in a room for a long time. I like this question. Since the truth came out, has anyone come forward and apologized for past behavior or for not believing your side of the story? Um, a lot of people that I don't know that I've never met, yes, they, they have, and I think it's been awesome. As far as vaccination, not really. Mm. I haven't really heard too much from them, and I will say I didn't pay tons of attention to everything they said, but there were some specific things said and, and some specific people who, I mean, there were, there were lies that were definitely said and I don't expect them to apologize. They probably have their own things that they're, you know, dealing with, but, um, that's annoying though. Eh, well, I mean, I don't know. What can you do? I'm not mad. It just, it's like one thing to be like hurt by something and, but I'm not like mad and holding this grudge. It just, it just sucks because I, I do felt like the majority of just all of bachelor nation was like supported Jordan. And in a sense, I understand because that position is, it was, it was sad. Like if, if it was true, like, like now granted, I don't know if his whole entire heart was into it and his world was crushed by losing me, but still, it just sucks. It's like embarrassing if that were true. So I see them being like, Hey, hope you're okay. But it was like, nobody really asked me if I was okay. <laughs> but I, I mean, it didn't seem as like heart breaking as far as like, yeah, this happened. And let me talk about publicly, like how much, like I, it didn't seem authentically like I'm so sad. And I think that's why people might've been like, this was the opportunity to hop out of this relationship. Right. Right. Um, and, and there were people, um, from the show who did support me, like who, who I'm still friends with, who were awesome. But as far as like anybody like apologizing, like anybody from the show, no, I mean, and I, and I had producers tell me, oh yeah, I, be I believed it or I believe it. And then never kind of wh whatever. <laughs> okay. Well, here's what I want to know. After the podcast, did you have any contact with Jordan? Yes, I, I think so. I can't remember exactly what happened. I keep telling you this, like, I'm kind of blank. So I can't really go down a timeline. But I, I know there we, we did because that was very soon after. And I'm sure we talked for at least a few weeks after. Um, but after this recent one? Oh, gosh, no. Oh, no. We haven't, I have not spoken to him in a very, very long time. Since, since a few weeks after this came out, we have not talked. But you weren't. No, no, not at all. No, I mean, it's, no, no. You'd think that maybe you could have been like, he could have said, I'm glad you got to tell your story and I, I hope you're well. I don't know. Congrats yeah, but on. I don't think he is. So, you know, why say that? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm serious. Um, so, yeah, no, we've definitely not spoken. We, we just spoke for a few weeks after it happened. And once I started getting proof and finding things out, um, and, and, and I did question him about some things I did. I never said, Oh, you did this. This is your fault. But I did question him and that, and then he, he was out. Um, so, well, before we get into your current life, uh, I, I just like the general question, Dominique asked you how you made it through that time of your life, how you're still making it through. Yeah. It's, it's, I think like, so I have like this personality where I'm like, Okay, I'll just, I'll get through whatever happens. Some of it gets blocked out in my mind. There's, yeah, there's some crying. There's also some laughing because I deal with things with humor. Yeah. Um, my friends and my family, obviously, my faith. It's like, I, I think what, going back to what I said earlier is what was really important to me was the people that knew me, that knew it wasn't true, um, who would listen to me. People, people like Jacqueline who would let me just go down this list like, 
wow, maybe this is what happened. Maybe that's what happened. You know, people, it's just, I, I did have a good support system and that's how, but I also just like shut off and I know it wasn't healthy. I ended up having to move out of my apartment because I like, couldn't stand to look at the walls anymore because they like reminded me. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty, pretty life-changing. And I, honestly, I feel bad being that dramatic about it. Like, yeah, it was kind of a big thing, but, but there's so much worse things that happen to people. Dude, <laughs> honestly, yeah, but like, no, your world fell apart completely. And I, yeah. that's a horrifying feeling. It is horrifying opening your social media and seeing the world just crash down yeah. on you completely. Yeah. And it was like, it was like every day people would tell me what they hated about me and whether it was like who I was like as a person or something physically. It was and they've like, never met you. Yeah. Awful. But I don't know. I, I think like it was just the people that supported me that kept me going. I was like, I, I did. People did say nice things to me and I, I didn't want it to completely break me all the way. So, you know, I did, I did delete my Twitter. I, I could not handle oh, God. it. Twitter is a cesspool of nast. <laughs> I, I, you know, I specifically, I like remember this like drunk video of Jordan like celebrating that I deleted my Twitter, and I was like, "That's so mean," because that was so hard. Like, I I couldn't do it. Well, okay, positive. What did you learn about yourself through all this? Um. Well, obviously, I learned the depth of certain strengths of mine I can't say that I'm this extremely strong person who was like woo yeah I'm great made it through um but I I I did learn how to like kind of channel negative things so I could focus on positive people and aspects of my life and I mean I was too trusting I was, I was, I was naive. I took advice from people that I shouldn't have. I was too scared to speak up. And it's like, I feel differently now. And not only that, like not only now do I feel like I can speak and, and say and be exactly who I am, but like, I'm not really like, scared of any consequences or of, of people not liking me. Cause I'm like, I had the ultimate people not liking me. <laughs> oh, you don't like me. Oh, Okay. <laughs> so now I, I really feel like I'm like, well, I could probably get through pretty much anything now. You can, sister. You can. <laughs> and, a, and a big reason why I did reach out to Steve was obviously because, you know, I'm about to have a little girl. And I'm like, I don't want her. I don't ever want her to, to get trampled or to feel like she can't speak up or yet. I mean, it's embarrassing enough to look me up and see everything that came up. But for me to not stand up for myself, and I know it had been a while, but I was like, better than nothing. I'm going to do it. <laughs> You have to. Okay, wait. <laughs> Speaking of little girl, I, I would love to know how you met your man because you said nothing until you said it. Like, this is him. Well, that, I, that's apparently just been me for a while. But that's okay. Why would you want to share yourself with the world when they let you down? I know. That, that, and that is kind of, that was kind of my perspective at the time. I was like, well, they probably won't care and they'll probably say negative things. And I don't want to drag him into that because he doesn't deserve it. No. So... Do you know what's funny? The same woman who had me, who was like, you need to go on the show. She introduced me to him at a coffee shop. So they had met, it was like, it was like work stuff. And they were meeting about, I don't even Something. know, some, yes. Yeah. And um, she's like, okay, I come here at this time. Mm -hmm. She told him about 15 minutes before I was walking in. So I have this friend I want you to meet. She told me if nothing else, she thought we'd be friends because we had like just, similarities um which were also very different but she just thought we would like each other so i come in where i'm like all pink like a weirdo <laughs> like walk in I'm like hi it's like order like this latte and sit down and i'm sure he's like what is this um and we and we just talked for a few minutes because he had to go he had like another meeting we texted a few times after and then you know we went to dinner and basically just never stopped hanging out he is so sweet and like just really understanding of obviously that situation because I was really nervous to talk to anybody. Of course, it's hard to date in the real world and have these this it, it stuff. Absolutely, I thought I just couldn't. I, I really thought I couldn't. And even even if that hadn't has had happened, it's still hard to date because you don't know what people want from you. It's like the second they look you up, and then they're like, hmm, "Well, whether you're America's favorite or you're the trash of the world, either way, it's incredibly uncomfortable." It is. It, it really is. And I just felt like I just could just trust him. And he made me like, 
calm and excited about getting to know somebody, which also scared me, but I was like, "Mm -mm, I'm not going to be scared anymore. I'm going to do it, you know, and here we are. Well, how did you find out you were pregnant and how did you tell him you were pregnant? Um, well, so I think when I found out, well, basically I just like put off actually really finding out because there was like a a few signs and I was like, nah, (laughs) (laughs) and then I I had like a dream and then all of a sudden I was like, okay. I'm just going to like check. And honestly, it was not this like great romantic fun, like bubbles. Guess and, what, sweetie? Rainbows. I was just like, yeah, I was just like, well, I'm pregnant. Yeah, exactly. I just literally just told him that was it. Oh, he, he's so supportive. He was, he was a bit quiet. <laughs> Feel free to say something anytime. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's been great. And well, we're so excited now. But you know, it's, it's, a, it's a lot. But I cannot. Like, I'm so excited now. Well, okay. So, so let's, let's talk about motherhood. Like, okay. it's, it's a couple weeks away. Are, are you fearful? Are you excited? Has pregnancy been fun for you? Uh, let's see. Fun. I don't know if I would use the word fun, but it has not been bad. Like, I think people have way worse experiences. I've just been kind of like chilling. Uh-huh. So like the physical parts of it are uncomfortable at times, but not that bad. So I've been pretty excited like the whole time. So I would say that has been fun. So, like, you know, finding out it was a girl, like picking things out and then knowing that, you know, I get to be in her life for like ever. Um, I, I'm mainly just scared. I mean, I don't want to traumatize her or anything whatsoever ever. So I'm scared of that. Um, I think I'm mainly just scared of actually having the baby. Yeah. That is like, so scary but I know people have done it for so many years people, right so like, people do have babies yeah they do <laughs> it, it, it was like the other day I finally realized she's not gonna stay in there forever oh she's really coming out it's coming maybe soon yeah like I know as I'm sitting here I'm like feeling like you're like am I having a contraction <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine oh I would love for you to give birth live on a podcast <laughs> Oh, well, we're, I'm so excited for you. I mean, when I, when I saw that, I was just so thrilled. Uh, That's so fun. And it really is. It's, it's crazy. And I mean, everybody tells you how amazing it is and how it changes your life, but I know I won't really, really feel that until right when it happens. So, I mean, I feel really, really lucky and like thankful. And I mean, everything has been very smooth and people are so supportive and it's just like, I, this is, this sounds weird, but I really feel like me and like my Instagram are about to have a baby because I'm like, we're so like intertwined because they've been, just been there like this whole way. Yep. So it's funny. It's funny. I'm like we're all about to have a little girl. So my, my friend asked this, no pressure, but uh-huh. do you see yourself marrying your cute baby daddy? I know, that's so funny. Um, yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's just like, I think I'm just so, we got a lot to focus on right now. Yes, you do. I don't want to rush anything. And I just feel like so happy and content with where we are now that I'm like, when it does happen, it'll happen. Yeah. I guess the last question I have is, well, at least my people are all so happy that you spoke up and that you're happy. Is there anything we can do? to make life better for you. Oh my gosh, that's so sweet. I No, I can't think of anything. I mean, that people being happy, people like trusting me, people thinking I'm not like terrible and, and being open-minded. And, you. Yeah, it's just like- We can do yes, that. I would say that. That would be awesome actually because I'm telling you, if I, if I do something, <laughs> I, I'll tell you. I, I really, like it's- I'm just honestly with everything that came out looking at it I'm like I'm not that interesting I'm much more boring than all that stuff that came out I'm just living my little life with my my pig (laughs) I only know one other person that has a pet pig really yeah how do they like it it's very loud yeah yeah, she is loud. You know, they're actually very emotional and like smart. And I mean, she'll throw a fit, but she'll also like cuddle up. Look at my neck. She'll she'll wake up and like kiss me. It's so cute. Do you sleep with your pig? Only like we'll just take naps, like on the couch or something. I know every night I put her in her bed because 
think about it. Like, what if she gets like 200 pounds? I'm like, Mm-mm, girl, you're not coming in my bed. What did your boyfriend think of your pig? <laughs> That's funny. That's a good question. And it's because he is, let's see, he, there's a lot of ways to describe him. One of them, you know, besides being overwhelmingly handsome and charming, is a bit OCD and clean, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so here I am. Like, I'm joking. I say, by the way, I'm about to get a pig. Well, Monday rolls around. I'm like, Do, can, can you want to go to the airport with me to pick her up? The pig. And I'm sure he's like, world was just rock because... You know, and I had my apartment at the time. It's not like we were like always here, but I mean, we spent a significant amount of time, the three of us. But you know what? He melted. He loves her. He's like she. I think she actually likes him better than me. They are so cute together. Aww. It's very sweet. Yeah, I know that. And and just like imagining how he'll be with a little girl. I'm like so cute. I'm so happy for you. I'm really glad we had this conversation. And know that like I always support you. Thank you. I'm really proud of you for for speaking up because it's so easy to just like, you know, kind of swallow it and like, whatever, this is what happened, but you shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. It, and that, I mean, that was hard too, but it feels so, so great now. Yeah, you can just like move on. And, I know. And, yeah. and I, I would never want to say like, Oh, that was great. Glad I went through that. <laughs> yeah. But I do feel like where I'm at right now, it, it was worth it. I can say that. Well, consider me a friend always, and you're unbelievable, truly. Like, Aww. and you are strong, even though you might not call yourself that. So, thank you. I'm like, don't make me emotional. I'm gonna get emotional because I'm more emotional, <laughs> and I'm just emotional. <laughs> you deserve to live happily. Thank you. So we can't wait to see your baby girl. I'll be sharing very soon. Wait, how many weeks are you? Uh, 39 and like maybe three days or something like that. Wow. Literally like could just could be tonight. <laughs> if not right now. <laughs> well, I, what I think it maybe is, is me laughing so much. Are you on the little bouncy ball or whatever that's supposed to like move it along? No, but I ha- there's one in the other room and I'm like, should I do it? I don't know. Well, Jenna, I, I wish I could hug you. You're amazing. Thank you so very much. Of course. Thank you. Go get on that ball right now. <laughs> Okay, I will. Okay, bye, honey. <laughs> bye.